Tanya for the second of Menachem Av, but first the story. Remelech of Lezhensk heard a voice, a decree from heaven that said that fasting is no longer a means of worship. And he said of himself that he's among the last people who still practice this form of, of serving Hashem. So someone asked him, but didn't the Baal Shem Tev fast a lot? And so he said the Baal Shem Tev had a habit. Every Matzah Shabbos in his earlier days, in his, before he had become a officially recognized leader, where he would, um, he would go into the wilderness, far away from everyone, and he would spend the entire week from Matzah Shabbos until the next era of Shabbos learning deep secrets of Torah. And he would take enough food, take six loaves of bread and water with him, and he would go to the secluded areas, and each day he'd eat a loaf and drink a little bit of water. And one time, Erev Shabbos, he came back, you know, for a whole week of learning, and he noticed that his bag was very heavy. And when he opened it up, he saw all six loaves still there. And what happened is, is that his learning had accomplished, you know, he had, um, you know, declothed himself on physicality to such a degree, he didn't even realize he wasn't eating. So Rab Elimelech said, in such a way, where a person is so entirely removed from physicality that he doesn't even notice that he's eating or not eating, a person's permitted to do it, but a regular type of fast, that's absolutely not a, not a, not a, 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 serv- a form of service anymore. The Tanya so far is dealing with the higher level of tshuva. The higher level of tshuva is not a exercise in penitence where a person is, you know, trying to undo damage done by sin or trying to rectify the connection between Hashem and Himself. You know, recalibrating the the breath of air coming from deep within God and going to himself by way of the godly soul. The higher level of tshuva is all about a person losing himself and his identity and becoming one with God. And this experience translates itself. I mean, in 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 a pure form, we're learning Torah as we mentioned through love and fear. But it translates itself, as we said yesterday's Tanya, when a person is davening and the progression of davening going through the process of, of tshuva ilah it, it's a progression a person has to build himself up and, and reach that actual um that actual feeling of, of the of a powerful um connection where he has this tshuva ilah experience and this tshuva ilah experience as we're going to mention is a very joyful experience unlike the lower level of tshuva where a person might need to break themselves actually needs to break himself, the level, the experience of tshuva ilah, the higher form of tshuva, is a very joyful experience. Since prayer is this higher form of, of tshuva, remember, the order is, it first goes to the lower level of tshuva, and then the higher level of tshuva, and you can't skip. It has to be in that order. Nowadays, it might be a little bit different. People might have to focus on the higher form of tshuva because the lower form of tshuva might put a person in a very depressive state. But the Ta'al is talking about the system in the way it is. It needs to be first lower and then higher. And that's why we actually see the same premise. Al-Tarab is going to repeat it, um, repeat it over and show multiple examples where we see first a person does the lower level and then a person builds himself up to the higher level. It says, it says in the mission like this, A person doesn't go to, to Davan unless they're in an earnest mindset, an earnest frame of mind. What does Rashi say when it, when it talks about a person Davan? He says, Humility. 
When a person wants to daven, the first step they need to do before they even start is put yourself in a humble state. You're talking in front of God. Make sure you're in the right mindset. And this is what the lower level of tshuva is. Like we mentioned earlier on, a person needs to think and have deep compassion on God, who he's schlepped around into whatever sins he's been involved with, and then break his ego. And that's the that's what a person needs to start off putting himself in that mindset. Having that humility and that breaking of the ego and that deep compassion on God and the godly soul, and then he begins davening and has like higher experience of tshuva after he's had the lower experience of tshuva. Chana was a was a very special woman. She was barren for decades. She was married to Elkanah, one of the leading Jews of the time, and. She one time came to the Mishkan. She was unbelievably in a in a sad state, and she prayed to God the first time someone prayed Shmona Esther, the silence amid to God, the Kohen God who saw her thought she was drunk. The point was her prayer became symbolic of the prayers that we do nowadays. She was the, the originator of that Shmona Esther prayer, at least the style in which she prayed, and it says that she was in a bitter state. A bit of spirit, and then she prayed to God. Says the Alter Rebbe, this is a proof that if a person wants to pray, step number one to prayer is put yourself in Tshuva Tata experience. Make sure you clean up all the gunk that's separating you and God in the connection. Be in a bit of spirit. Crush your ego. And then, once you've done that, you can pray with joy. Actually, I, I skipped ahead a little bit. The, so the question it says that she was very depressed. She was very, in a very bitter spirit, and she, then she prayed to God. Now the question is: It says in the Bible, so you're only allowed to worship with joy. So what's the answer? The answer is: First, a person needs to be in a very bitter state, and then when they're actually praying, they bring in extreme excitement. But as I says, unfortunately, in today's society and today's years, people don't have the emotional discipline to be able to control their feelings in one instant to the next. Chana Navia was an incredible woman. She came to the base of Middash and she was able to be extremely bitter and then pray to God with extreme joy. She was the mother of Shmuel Navi and she was the wife of Akana. She was she was no simple person at all. In fact, she was a prophet as she talked to God. But regular people don't have that emotional and mental and 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 they have they don't have a capacity even close to that. So for them to be extremely bitter before davening and then extremely joyful during davening is an impossibility. So, says the Altar, but the best thing to do is separate it by a bunch of hours. Wake up in the middle of the night, for when you mourn the base of the minister, and during that experience, crush yourself a little bit. Make yourself feel that, that bitterness. And then, six, seven, eight hours later, when you're ready to daven shachars, you'll be able to be in, joy, in, a, in a state of joy, because you would have gotten rid of that feeling of crushedness that you had earlier on. Some people just don't have the, the ability to wake up every single night and to crush themselves. So Altar says, at least once a week, I'll go upon him. At least Erev Shabbos, which is Thursday night, a person should wake up in the middle of the night and have their weekly moment of crushing themselves so they could feel the bitterness and that bitterness could be the experience of the lower level of Tshuva and then they could come into davening and especially it's because it's Erev Shabbos coming to Shabbos with an experience of Tshuva Yilah. And Altar is going to say, Shabbos is that experience. Can you do him, 
Shabbos is the experience of Tshuva The Shabbos, if you look at the words Shabbos, Shin, Beis, Tav, Oithias, Toshev, Enosh, is the same um, um, word as Toshev. Shin, Beis, Tav, backwards is Tav, Shin, Beis. So Toshev, Enosh means man returning back to Hashem. So Tshuva and Shabbos have the same exactly words, same same words. And so, on Shabbos, what happens? In the higher worlds, we don't see it. But in the higher worlds, the the all the um all the the higher worlds they go back to their source. They go way higher, which is a form of tshuva. Remember, we 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 explain with the word tshuva. Tshuva doesn't mean sad, crying over sins. Tshuva means repent, return. You're returning the hay, or in this particular case, all the worlds are returning back to their source and next up within Hashem. So when we uh, have the experience of the lower level of tshuva first, where we clean out the gunk and make sure our connection is solid, the next experience is having the le- having the experience of tshuva ilan, which is Shabbos. Especially the prayers on Shabbos, the experience of tshuva ilan, the higher form of tshuva, where we're connecting with God, is in its in in its Complete excitement. The Rujana was once, as a young child, was once asked a question about if a person has a doubt whether it's Shabbos or not Shabbos, the halakhic ramifications for it all. And when he was asked the question and he was dealing with the topic, he was so confused and he asked his teacher, why is this a question whether it's Shabbos or not Shabbos? He said, listen, someone, his teacher answered him, sometimes people might be in the wilderness, they might not be able to know what day it is, I lost track of the day, they're out there for weeks and months at a time, and they literally lose track of the day. And the Russian was still confused, he said, I don't get it, you look up at the heavens and you see, it, it's Shabbos or it's not Shabbos. For him, he was a special soul, even as a young boy, and he was able to qu- quickly identify by looking Wherever he looked, however he could tell that there's Shabbos energy in the world or there's not Shabbos energy. But for regular people, we're not able to see it. But we need to be appreciative of the fact that this is the way it is. Shabbos has an incredible elevation of all the worlds back to their source. That is the experience of Tshuva All the worlds just going and, and, and reconnecting with Hashem. Now this, is, now this is in brackets in the original Alter Rebbe. And the, this explains something we mentioned earlier on. Shuva Eilaikigaltich. The Pasik says, Return to me because I've redeemed you. Pirush, Kimaacha Shamachisika of Bishecha. Earlier on in the Tanya in, in Garisa Chuva, we mentioned about Hashem wiping away our, our sins like a thick cloud. And we said there's a thick cloud type of affairs, and then there's a cumulative effect of small little clouds that all build up to one thick cloud. And we're talking about, you know, chorus versus smaller sins. But now the author is saying, right after that, it says, Mechisika of Bishecha, Shuva Eilaikigaltich, that when returned, um, I have erased your sins like a thick cloud, removing he removing the impurity. Says if you look at that posik in its completion, you'll see something really very beautiful. It talks about the process. The process is removing all of the impurity, all the sitra, all the, the sins that behave like a thick cloud separating between ourselves and Hashem. And then the next step of the Pasuk is, return to me. Then you get to have a real godly experience, a higher level of Tshuva. So the lower level of in summary is when a person gets rid of all the impurity, all the, the, the misappropriation of godly connection that he's done through his sins. That's the 
lower level of tshuva. The higher level of tshuva is when a person is able to just have a pure and beautiful, joyful connection between himself and Hashem. Thank you so much for joining the Tanya. Leia Batsiana and anyone else that needs a voice. Let them have a wonderful and very successful weekend. Thank you so much for joining.